Good morning. It's Wednesday, November 23rd. It is the day before Thanksgiving. And if you're on YouTube Live, you've been listening to me complain. You've also listened to this exact speech twice, maybe three times. But um, yeah, I've, I've got quite a setup here. So I'm recording on OBS Live uh, on YouTube on my laptop, streaming my TrendSpider screen. Uh, I don't have enough memory to actually, actually use Active Trader Pro on this machine while I'm doing that. Uh, I've got my mother's uh, iPad, not iPad, but iMac. No, it's a MacBook Pro Air, uh, the newest one. So I was trying to install OBS on there all morning. Didn't get to it. So I've got that set up over to the right, and I'm using GarageBand on that one to record the podcast. Over to my left, I've got my iPad Pro so I can see the YouTube and the YouTube live chat. Uh, And then I've got my iPhone. So I am all decked out in Apple, which means you should buy Apple stock. (laughs) Um, just to take a look at it now, Apple stock has been, it's, it's hovering around 150. Um, it's using that 150 as a pivot point. Uh, and it's clear. I will tell you, we are in, in the algorithm, 145 is the price point for the buy at, um, November 11th. And you've got a gap down below, uh, just between 136 and 140. Um, you know, you've got, that was around earnings. It just after the dividend X date, um, it hasn't been filled. I don't know if it's getting back down there. You're obviously the, the 200 day is right at 153. That's what you're using as, um, a resistance level. It is dropping down to 145 and then it's hitting the 150 mark. And then it's just, I mean, it's bouncing all over the place. But it's clear that that the 200-day is a resistance level, which is what you're seeing. Now, Jim Cramer says the stocks, uh, the charts are ready to explode, uh, which typically would mean to me, let's go inverse. But I don't know. Um, And that kind of sparked uh, one of the uh, discussions in the private Facebook group that I have is where SPY going to end up at the end of the year? Are we heading up higher? Or are we going lower? And so I figured I'd take a look at SPY. Uh, and in the algorithm, uh, we'd be in SPY right now. As of November 10th, there was a buy at $390.61. SPY today is trading at $399. So you're just below that 400 level, which means the, the S&P is just below 4000 but to, to take a look at where it's going to wind up, we really probably want to look at a daily or a weekly or a, a little bit longer term than a four-hour chart uh, because you'll clearly see that that 200-day that is providing a resistance level. Uh, it is, let me just pull this a little bit longer so I get some history there. Uh, the 200-day is trading, uh, is hovering right around 404, and it's providing the the resistance level. And you've got two gaps that are below the 200-day, which may provide some catalyst for us going to 421, which was where we were in September uh, when it gapped down. And so, I think we've got uh, we've got the beginnings of some confirmation in a rally here because you're over the nine-day. You're just over the two, the 21 day. The 50 day is kind of moving negative though. That's what you have to worry about. The 200 day, clearly you're in negative. You haven't crossed the 200 day um, since, when was this? April, 
April was the last time we crossed the 200-day on the, the, the daily. You can clearly see that there's, there's resistance all the way down. Uh, if we are heading into a recession, then oil will loosen. Um, but I don't know how much lower it can go than 70 bucks. I just don't, you know, again, the European sanctions are coming on. They're going to put the European uh, Russian uh, oil at $70 is what they're saying. Um, Putin's going to respond with probably cutting their natural gas. Who knows exactly what's going to go on, but there will be absolutely 100% retaliation from the Russians. Who knows if OPEC is going to cut, um, you know, put saying the, the, the Saudi leader, um, has immunity. The Biden administration said that, so nobody can sue him. You know, that was, there was no quid pro quo according to the, the administration, but who knows if that's real. But I would say, Spy, you're clearly looking at this resistance level at 404, which is where the daily's kind of trading at, 404, 405. You have some support level here at 392 if you want to go down. Um, 386 has another support level. Um, there's another, let's pull this back a little bit more. We're going to pull this back. Uh, the, the the volume indicator. I'm going to pull it back to January, so we can see since January where are people holding the the spy, um, and you can clearly see right where we're at now. 394 to 399 has a volume support level. If we go down, then the next support level is probably 390, and then there's a support level at 379. Here in TrendSpider, if we hit auto fibs, if you want to do a uh, little Google search on Investopedia, look up um, Fibonacci. These are automatically like support lines uh, that are drawn automatically by TrendSpider, um, by their software, 398. The next leg down is 380, and then the next leg down is 370. So you do have some support level on the way down. Now, on the way up, you really don't have a magnet other than um, you know some kind of little spikes. The clearly... The, the number one spike in volume is, but the number one place where people are holding is between 394 and 397. You closed at 399. So I don't know where we're going to wind up, but the catalyst for it to actually um, make a move towards 420 or even 440 would be to break that 200 day on a daily. If you see that, load in. Load in until probably next year where there's a recession. Uh, the Fed, you know, maybe raises a bit too long, blah, blah, blah. But you can load in. Uh, again, I, I, I would say that would be the start of the uh, trading within a range. So we'd look to tr probably top out at about 4,400. And past that, you really can't trade uh, above that one. Um so we're not going back to January highs of, of 4,700. I just don't see that in the cards. I do see the 4,400 as a support level. Uh, well, I should say resistance. So one that uh, I wanted to bring up, and it's going to be a short podcast because it's the day before Thanksgiving. You really shouldn't be trading anyway. Because remember, this is like a Friday. Because tomorrow you're going to have off, and then Friday you have a shortened session. Um. But Boyle went absolutely crazy while I was driving. Uh, we are in this one. The algorithm has a buy-in at 42.23. Today, you're trading at 51. Uh, and it is up 
I would show it on Active Trader Pro, but I can't because of the computer situation. But if you want to look at a chart, you guys shouldn't just be listening to me. This should be a collaborative effort where you actually go and look at the chart. Go and look at Boyle. Uh, it has jumped 10%, and somebody, uh, uh, it was Reggie Rooster on uh, YouTube said, uh, KOLD is killing me. Well, it wasn't clear which one was going to take hold, KOLD or Boyle, from a four-hour standpoint. This is one that I typically don't hold past a day. I will take one or two or 3%, but I don't hold on for those days where I'm going to get, you know, because remember, you're trading in futures. You're not trading in actual value, assets of value. This is 100% futures. All of those boomers that say Bitcoin and the digital services don't hold any value, well, futures don't hold any value either. They're moved by the markets. But if you had to touch and actually own something, a share of Apple owns a portion of the company. A share of Boyle doesn't own a portion of the company. But KOLD, you were out with a 16% loss um, on November 18th. What was that? A couple of days? Yeah, that was last week. I'm pretty sure I brought that on up. But Boyle has the clear direction. If you're if you're looking to hold one, Boyle has the clear the clear direction. I've been saying that Boyle um, will move to cover this gap that is up here, do, 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 and it's between. There's one gap up here between 87 and 94, but the gap really goes all the way up. Well, that one was kind of given um, covered. But it's 109, and we're heading into winter. Europe is, we're providing, I think we're the number one provider of liquid natural gas to Europe right now. Uh, Africa is the number two. So, Boyle, I think, is a good one. You can, uh, you know, throw your money into LNG, which is Chenier Energy, which is providing all of that liquid natural gas out of the Louisiana plants. Um, so, I think that's a good one. Boyle is a great. Again, Boyle has clear direction when you look at the charts. Uh, another one that I wanted to bring up today, Deer. Deer, I've been kind of going over Deer, eh, hit or miss. I haven't said, hey, this is an absolute buy. But Deer is just one of those stocks right now that it's killing it. Um, I'm going to need to shrink that down because it's gone up so much. 341, September 29th was an out, um, uh, MACD cross-up. Uh, right on the ex-dividend date, ironically. Uh, their earnings, they came out and they blew away earnings. So I don't know what they're necessarily trading in for in a pre-market. I think it's about 416 or so. Um, but their 52-week, if we go over to Finviz and we type in uh, for Deer, let's look at their PE value. Let's look at some of the things. It's not a super expensive stock. I wouldn't expect it to be a super. It's up 21% year-to-date. Um, it's a 1% dividend. They're expected to grow this year by 118%. Earnings per share next year, 13%. Um, the past five years, they've been up 31%. So they, they, they've obviously grown. August 11th, Evercore, uh, in line to outperform. There's not a whole hell of a lot of price targets on this one this year. June, 396. Uh, April 25th, uh, Bank of America Securities downgraded them, moved their price target from 475 to 450. You're still not at the 450. Um, in March, uh, JP Morgan moved them from underweight to neutral, price target at 440. You're still not at 440. So you can look at Deer and and there's a street.com. There's a bunch of articles here. Um, let's see if any insider insider tradings. 
Um, the options exercise looks like it's in a lot of these sellers. They're selling some in options exercise. So the insiders are taking advantage of the recent run-up. The recent run-up is pretty legendary because if you're going to take a stock um, like a deer, which is a huge behemoth of a company, uh, and you're going to buy it at 341 on September 28th, and then what, two months later, one and a half months later, you're, you're all the way up at 416. That's just a crazy move for this, this type of stock. So I don't know that you're necessarily in this one, but it did hit a secondary scan today, by the way. That was the other reason why I brought it up. If we expand this MACD, you'll see uh, it's kind of hovering around, but it's got the cross up as well, right on the earnings date. And so when it was up here, if this is a guide for you, when it was up here, the last earnings date, August 18th, where they had good earnings as well, we'll shrink this down. Where'd it go? Earnings date, it went up for a little bit, a few days afterwards, and then it kind of tanked down. That's where I would expect this one to go as well. Uh, let's move the volume. I'm going to move this volume indicator do, 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 over a little bit. We're going to move. Oh, man, this is why I hate the laptop, and this is why I'll complain about it. We're going to move this over here so we can see some of the, uh, the volume levels. Yeah, you've got some some pretty good volume levels. Nothing necessarily bringing it up, but at 410, um, it's 52-week high, let's see. 52-week uh, high low. You're 6% below your 52-week high of 446. You are 46% above your 52-week low, which was 283. So, dear, again, secondary cross-up. I don't necessarily like to buy on secondary cross-ups, but it is one to watch because if we dip down below that 300 level again, buy it. Buy it all day long. Uh, other cross-ups that we have, and all I'm doing is doing some cross-ups today. If you want to, if you want to invest today, um, I, I don't think it's good to buy the day before a holiday, before a, a rather long weekend, because volumes will just be down on Friday. By the way, Boyle may cross over 60 bucks. I just saw it. It's up $8 at 59.50 on a scroll on CNBC. So Boyle, whew, it's got some momentum. Do not chase be uh be very very careful with trading today because you won't have an ability to get out of trades until Friday morning it's kind of where i'm at and you don't know what's going to happen over over the holiday but we had a microsoft cross up and it's a secondary cross up because we had a cross up here 22866 on november 8th you're trading at 245 so microsoft since that november 8th which was what uh, shit, six, 13 days, two weeks ago, uh, on Microsoft, you have a 10% move. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I think you've got all of these gaps up here around 240, um, to 249. You've got another gap that is slightly below. It's right at the 200 day, but make no mistake about it. Um, oh, verifying Python. That is, uh, that is definitely TrendSpider doing some live. If you guys don't know, they're on an agile system and they update their software pretty regularly. Um, I want to say nightly um, that they get some some new stuff, but you know, every now and then I'm logged in and I get 
a verify of, uh, of code work. So, but the, you see these gaps, um, two, 240 to 250. So I think you have 250 in this probable run. Um, but you see this gap here. It was covered on the way down. This gap here hasn't been covered on the way up. This gap here hasn't been covered on the way up. But you've got to break that 200-day before any of these are really in 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 the the, the crosshairs. Uh, 250 is where this one is. I would expect that to be covered in this one. It's not a super exciting, you know, five dollars in a 250-dollar stock. I don't. But I, my opinion, Microsoft is buy and hold. Um, I think anything in the two, 220 to 240 range, which I don't think 220 is out of the, the realm of possibility, but if you, can, if you can't time it, just buy it. When's the best stock time to buy stocks today? Doesn't matter. I mean, you know, again, long term, just buy it today. Short term, you want to be a little bit more careful, especially since we're in a holiday. Uh, another cross up that I had, Mondelez, MDLZ is the symbol. And this is a, a conglomerate kind of company. Um, we'll go over to Finviz. Let's let's get the official word of what they do. Um, they are in the sector, but consumer defensive confectionaries. It's candy. Um, that's what they do. Let's see. Mondelez through its subsidiary manufactures markets and sells snack food, beverage products in Latin America, North America, Asia. Um, products include the company's snack brands include Cadbury, Milka, Toblerone, Oreo, Belvita, and LU Biscuits, Hall's Candies, Trident Gum, Tang, um, serves supermarket chains, wholesalers, blah, blah, blah. Mondelez is just a conglomerate of the most unhealthy food you can buy. Year to date, this is up. Uh, it's actually flat year to date. See that chart? Flat from January. Um, yeah, so it's uh, uh, fifty. It's four percent below its fifty-two week high of sixty-nine. It's twenty-one percent above its fifty-two week low. So it doesn't have a huge trading range. The algorithm. Let's look at the algorithm on this one. Do do do. Mondelez. The algorithm makes you three percent versus buying and holding makes you fourteen percent. Your average win is five percent on this one. This is the the reason why I bring this up. It's just a company that is kind of like Coke. Um, you just buy it, and and you you'll see it grow. Uh, its dividend, let's see, uh, it's got a two point three two percent dividend, so it's giving away two percent every year to you. Uh, I don't know that I necessarily buy it. This one, it's a secondary cross up, but I would say anywhere between fifty, I'd say anywhere sixty is probably your pivot point on this one. So I think it's a good buy. Uh, another one that we got that is in the energy space, EQT. And you may be able to hear the dog barking in the back. Uh, yeah, she doesn't stay quiet. And I can't yell at her in here because I got the door closed. But EQT is an energy company. And that is one that had a cross up. We had to buy it 4380. Uh, this one, the, the algorithm makes you 79%. Um, buying and holding makes you 184%. Your average win uh, is 18%. 27 positions, you win almost 40% at the time. It's 37. So uh, looking at the chart, nothing super exciting. 
I think because you had this MACD cross up, the latest one, you got a 1% gain. But you see, you could have gotten out of here at 44. It got you out down here around 42. Uh, so probably had a 10% gain in there, but you got out with a 1%. 39 to probably 44 is where you were looking at. Um, this one, 43. You probably have 46, you know, 48 in the bag on this one because it is capitulating right around that 200 day. If we kind of, let's take off the strategy tester and we'll just kind of look at the chart. I think you may be able to see the whole chart here. Um, see that red line right there? That's the 200 day. See how it broke it? Then it came down. Now it's breaking it again. Uh, if we close above that 200 day, then you've got the, the, the capitulation probably to cover these gaps between 45 and 50, um, which is a good one. And again, you're in the energy space, so you're beholden to energy. Energy is kind of falling flat just in the fears of recession. That's 100% why energy is going down. Uh, buy on weakness. I've said this many times before. Buy energy on weakness. So that's the podcast. I'm just keeping it to 20 minutes because I want you people back with your families. Um, let me see. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, they're just talking about uh, Boyle, I think. Yeah. So, um, yeah, have a great Thanksgiving. And again, hit me up on the socials. I'll be sitting and watching football all day tomorrow. So if you need help with your algorithm, if you need help with anything TrendSpider, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, TrendSpider also gives you on that middle plat, uh, level, they give you unlimited uh, teaching. So set up a time where you can you know, work with those guys. Uh, I'll help them. I'm going to talk to them about maybe you know just working and, and understanding. Uh, when you guys say the algorithm, it will mean nothing to them. Uh, they have no clue who I am. I know I'm a partner of theirs, uh, but they, you know, most of those guys have no clue who I am. Uh, I don't work for them. I don't work. I, I work with them, but I was just brought on and they just kind of knew it because you guys, so many people signed up for them through me. So uh, I appreciate the tips. Thank you to everybody who tipped me. Uh, I hope you guys eat a ton of carbs tomorrow. Uh, stuffing, remember, run. Um, you know, run after you eat all of that food. You're going to need to get back in shape and, and don't overdo it with the soda like I do. Yeah, soda's my downfall. But have a great one. Uh, I will talk to you later.